before when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Hot flashes and night sweats? You need this shirt. Check out NASA-developed Outlast Technology temperature-regulating shirts from Tempogenics. With unparalleled cooling technology, Tempogenics performance shirts are crafted from NASA-approved Outlast Technology design for spacesuits. This performance wear adapts to fluctuations in body temperature, so you stay in your comfort zone. Did you know 90% of women experienced less sweating, 75% felt more comfortable during a hot flash, and 46% experienced less severe hot flashes while wearing performance shirts from Tempogenics? Stop suffering through menopause now. 9021OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's 902-1ONG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 90210OMG. Hi. How are you, girlies? Hi, beautiful ladies. Hi. And all our beautiful friends out there listening to us. Thank you guys for um, checking it out. We have another episode, but before we get to that, I wanted to check in with you guys. Three beautiful ladies and a belly. <laughs> That's a very small belly, but it's how you there. feeling, sis? 
I feel good. I feel like the nausea is a oh, thing good. of the past. Especially it, in- do you feel different this time around than with the twins? Um, l- Not really. So far, it's kind of the same. Like I was nauseous okay. with the twins in the first trimester. And as soon as the second trimester, it was like a light switch and all of that was gone. Mm-hmm. And I have like bursts of energy all of a sudden. But um, we'll see. We'll see when I get bigger. Are you sick oh, of talking so, about it We're still it waiting yet? for that burst of energy. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Are you sick of talking about it yet? No. No. I'd be like, no. yeah, I'm pregnant. Get over it, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would be like that. <laughs> Let's talk about what, something else. What do you, how do you guys feel about uh, when people just come in with the belly touch? I'm guessing I know how Jen felt about that when you were pregnant. People would be like, oh, let me touch your belly. So like right yeah. now, I hate it because I feel like it's just like my fat mixed with like, yeah, you know, it's like not really a bump. So like my dad uh-huh. went in for that the other day. I saw him and I guess that's my dad. So like, I really don't care. But um, anybody else? No. Yeah. No one, but when you get big. like When I get big, it's like eh, it bumps into everything. Are you anyway. okay with it? Like, doesn't really bother me. Jen, I'm guessing you were not okay with it. Uh, I'm gonna go with no, <laughs> but you know, you—it's unavoidable at a certain point. It's like yeah, the elephant in the room—you gotta just touch it. <laughs> Do you ever have that? Like you, you have you, of course, let people touch it. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> touch in it. my head, I was like, it? no, please don't touch it. And outside, I'm like. Sure, whatever you want to do to me, you know. So are you not a hugger, Jenny? I mean, I'm not really a hugger. I think we've talked about that before. By nature, I'm just not a hugger. It's not like I I don't like people at all or anything, but it it takes me a minute to warm up to someone and, um, and their germs. Yeah, I just go right in. But let me tell you, when she is a hugger and she loves you, she gives the best, longest, tightest Aww, hugs. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, the last time um, I hugged you, I, I almost didn't let you go. I know. And I never know. I'm like, mm, did I let go? Is it too soon? What do we do? <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, Bo just had a birthday. He just turned <gasps> four. And I'm oh. super sad, you guys, because you know what this means? This To me, it meant officially that I no longer have a baby. No, he's That's four. how I felt. Wow. Four. Yeah. I was like, you're a full-blown kid now. Oh, mm. man. Oh, Bodine. Yeah. Oh. He is the cutest little boy my eyes have ever seen. He's a cute guy. I, I keep thinking I should record his little voice because I forgot to with the rest. And it changes. One day it's just like not mm-hmm. that little tiny little baby voice anymore. And it's, I feel like that's going to happen real soon. I think about so, that all the time. Yeah. yeah, the one great thing about my ex is he did so much recording of the kids. So they, we have tons and tons of footage of them when they were little uh, from that like big, you know, video camera you used to use, kind of like David Silver's. Yeah. Um, but And I've since put it all on CDs and the girls have them and they love watching themselves when they were babies. Oh, my God, I love smart. that. It's so cute. I have none of that. Oh, man. Did you have a birthday party for him? I mean, what we can do, just our family. Yeah. But we have so many family members that it is a birthday it's party. A party. So <laughs> there's never Any a lack a of party. kids around. Yeah. Um, his be- My friend Jess, who you know, Jen, her mm-hmm. daughter Sophia came over. She's two. 
Bo calls her his girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um, and he wanted Mickey Mouse, but he was very exact with what he wanted, which was great. It helped make it easier. He wanted a Mickey Mouse cake, and he said, I want Mickey Mouse balloons, a Mickey Mouse pinata, a, mix- a Mickey Mouse bounce castle, and I want you to put something down on the table that's Mickey Mouse and put everything on it. I was like, Whoa. oh. He's he, like he a little party it. designer. He knew a tablecloth, a Mickey Mouse tablecloth. Okay, party city, here I come. Done. <sighs> oh, my God. I rem- I miss those days, the big birthday party days. I know. Well, now it's so different, though. I mean, he's fine. It's harder. Like, Liam's birthday is coming up next week. And he was the first – his birthday happened when L.A. went into lockdown, his 13th birthday, which is a big birthday mm-hmm. for a kid. So he didn't have his 13th birthday party, and now his 14th he won't have either. So – I feel the saddest for teenagers. Yeah, definitely. Because they, they remember those parties. Yeah. Huge milestones. So one day, your 16th is going to be huge. Well, mm. give Bo a happy birthday kiss for me. Uh, well, you know you want to smother him with kisses. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> so what do we got this week? Ooh, we have a whole new episode. Episode 16, Fame is Where You Find It. It aired on February 28, 1991. It was directed by Paul Schneider and written by our good friend Darren Starr. And the synopsis, the right look at the right place at the right time, gets Brandon a shot at TV stardom. Little does he know the lead, Lydia Leeds, has other reasons why she's bringing him onto the show. Meanwhile, Brenda plays a role covering for Brandon at his restaurant job and gets a little taste of her own acting. Mm-hmm. What a I'm fun, just just the synopsis you're in, right? It's yeah, a, it's like it's, Hollywood whoo! and acting and all the lights of it all. It's going to be This good. whole episode was fun. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed watching it and like seeing the, you know, behind the scenes. I, I'm sure everybody really loved watching that back in the day because they didn't really have access to knowing what it was like on a set, you know, or people in, you know, Kansas or, I mean wherever, Germany, whoever was watching the show, they didn't really know what uh, it looked like. But that's what it looked like. That's what it looks like. You're so right. Like nowadays there's shows that depict Hollywood behind the scenes and reality shows. But you're right. There was nothing then. Mm -hmm. And you're right. They did a damn good job. We did that. We did that on uh, BH90210. We did a little behind the curtain stuff with uh, sets and all the goings on behind the scenes. I love that stuff. Me too. Apparently but you I, guys didn't, but you know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they did. They loved it. They no, loved it. we did. <laughs> I know. Sorry, let me take that again. Apparently Fox didn't love it. Oh. No, we both know Fox had an agenda going in. They wanted it for six episodes. It was like an event limited series for them. And... <laughs> That's all remember they wanted. The, remember the day we read it in the press? A limited <laughs> events series. We like, had never huh? heard those words. <laughs> and wait, we're like, wait, like, wait two what? things, red flags. Limited <laughs> events. Uh, I thought we just got a series picked up. What's happening here? <laughs> Is that just how it happens? Like, and they're like, don't... nah. We, we, well, we asked mm-hmm. our people to ask their people. And by the time, yeah. you know, they, it came back to us, it was like, oh, no, this is just what we do. We say event to make it more exciting. So we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, um, we're both calling bullshit on that one. Fool us once, fool us twice. Wait, how's that go? Fool me once, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fool me twice, shame on somebody else. Me? Oh, me. yeah, me. Yeah. 
So they shall never fool us again. Never. Could you have gone to another network? We could have, but the sh- we we just kind of felt like it was supposed to be at Fox, and yeah. I don't know, taking it somewhere else felt a little weird. Well, yeah. we would have followed you guys wherever Aww. you went. Well, yeah. But yeah. enough about that show. Let's talk about <laughs> this show. Okay, first of all, right out of the gate, the director of the show, I was very confused, first of all, going in, because I was like, wait... <laughs> Why is there a, a criminal in Beverly Hills with a knife? What's happening? <laughs> Same. And he where did that guy come from? What's going to happen? Is, so, hey, hello. I don't know what to do. Sorry, I don't know what to do. <laughs> he was supposed to be taken out of here before the podcast. Clearly, he's not. He's still in here. He wants to be with you. Yeah, that was my first thought, too, when I saw the graffiti on the playground. I was like, okay, well, this is not Beverly Hills. <laughs> and then and then you they, they yell cut, and then you realize oh it's a tv show they're filming a tv show where the same park where brandon is rollerblading um you know we got so lucky what a lucky coinkadink yeah but did you guys rollerblade i'd like to know i did you did i i I watch people rollerblade you know (laughs) stuff like that yeah (laughs) or maybe i I did on tv once yeah, I was more. But of he a was like doing skater. like hockey, like street hockey too. Yeah, yeah. right. Jason's a hockey player, so he is. And then he I was like, mad moves. That makes sense because his character's from Minnesota, and it's real icy and cold there. They play a lot of hockey there, so mm-hmm. good, ho- good chance for him to show off his moves. But then, but then the the director comes in and kisses the actress. Did you notice that? I was okay, like, wait. Did you see? I could have sworn that when he went in to kiss her, she almost turned and gave him. Her mouth. Did you notice that? <laughs> it's like he came in and she had a moment like, mm, okay. Mm. Like they were real too close, too close. They were real friendly. I, I don't I didn't, I didn't remember friendly. the episode from when we first shot it. So I thought it was going to go a different direction because we have all these themes of older romances. I didn't know. Hmm. Well, I'm glad it didn't. Me too. <laughs> but I, I thought that, um, and I was also confused by her name. Her name is Lydia Leeds. That's a very... I don't know. That like, seems like such a made-up name, Lydia Leeds. I guess Lydia Leeds could be someone's name, but I I actually liked it because it felt like her name was like Lydia St- like Lydia Leisenberg or something, and they were like, "No, no, no, that's not going to fly." So it's Lydia Leeds. Like they, that they was her acting it. name, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Which happens you hear in Hollywood. They're like, "That name's too long. Let us make it something more like TV friendly." Mm. I wanted like, to change my name, did you? Madonna. You probably didn't have that option. I never liked Tori, but now I do, but I didn't. What did you want to change yours to? Anything, because when I was in school, which was right before I got into acting, when I was like in elementary school, uh, they called me Jenny Barf. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jenny Barf. I mean, and, and when you think about it, it kind of works. I got you. I shall only call you Jenny Barth from now on. No, it's a trigger. The best. I know. I thought you'd like that. You just made my day. Uh, Well, those kids are sad now because. Yeah, jokes on them. Yeah. So Brandon goes into the makeup trailer, right? Which is obviously. I'm sorry. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I had been pregnancy gas is the worst. I hear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, 
you know when they go into like the makeup trailer or they're outside on the with all the trucks around and the lights and on the more on sets that is like saving grace for a production because they get to use what we already have around the lot you know we had that makeup trailer so that was the set for that scene and they we mm-hmm. had the all the lighting equipment and all that stuff so they didn't have to bring all that stuff in i felt like they even probably used some of our actual crew members as like well, the cameraman like on bh90210 we did the same like we mm-hmm. had a makeup trailer scene we used our makeup trailer and we used our makeup artists yeah that was fun yeah but um i loved how when brandon goes into the makeup trailer uh the act lydia leads is reading entertainment weekly for me, I don't know. It just made me laugh that that's the magazine they chose for her to read. Because they thought it was you're like an actress. You know, you have to. Yeah, you have to be. Uh, you have to, you have to keep w- on top read. of your game. You know. I guess so. Yeah. Maybe I should start reading that shit. No. <laughs> um. Technically, if he was going into the makeup and hair trailer, he wouldn't have his bandana on his head yet because that would have been given to makeup mm. and hair. And they so they would have done his him. makeup and then they would have put it on because that, yeah, that would have been considered hair, not wardrobe. Right. Just well, saying. maybe he just fell in love with it and he just wanted to wear it all the time, that bandana look. I mean, that whole outfit. <laughs> Don't you, I wonder Jason's reaction when they were like, this is what you're going to wear. If he was like, yeah, I'm totally into this pink bandana. <laughs> you think? I kind of doubt it. <laughs> I'm going to say no. But he, he did seem rather comfortable wearing that makeup. Like, yeah. He didn't flinch when she was putting on all that mm-hmm. makeup on his face. Right. She just kept swiping it on, swiping <laughs> it on. <laughs> then Brandon goes back home and he talks about he talks about it to Brenda, and I thought that they're um, – I really felt the sibling-ism in this episode. I felt like – Rivalry? Yeah, the rivalry, but just the connection, too, like ah. between brother mm-hmm. and sister and especially twins. They seemed – it just seemed really cohesive, and, like, it it went well. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the bargaining with the top two shelves or the top two drawers. Yeah, exactly. I thought Brandon looked really good on camera. I thought he could, he could have been an actor, I'm telling you. That Brandon Walsh. <laughs> He did. He looked. Yeah. You know who he looked like? Who he looked just like that guy, Jason Priestley? <laughs> <laughs> Interchangeable. Wow, mm-hmm. that is uncanny. I know. So young in those. He also red looked lips. just like this guy from Sister Kate. <laughs> I know. He always had the pinkest lips, didn't they? Didn't they say like at some point they thought like makeup was putting on like gloss or something on his lips because they were so pink. But it was just mm-hmm. his, like, he had these great lips. Oh. Yeah. He yeah, did. He had know. very beautiful lips. How much did you love when uh, Lydia Leeds comes to pick up Brandon in a white limo? Stretch. On I felt campus. at home, actually, because I grew up with a white limo. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, please talk about that. Oh, my gosh. That was like your family station wagon, a white limo? <sighs> Oh, no, we had a station wagon, too. <laughs> Wait, no, you I never went in the station that wagon. One. I don't believe I you d- had I a station did. wagon. I went, I went in the station wagon with my nanny on weekends, and I only went in the limo when my parents were in it. It's not like I ever got taken in the limo by myself. It was only if, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Spelling were in the limo, we got to go in the limo. Um, but my parents did take it to, like, school events. And in elementary school, that was not cool to, like, roll up in a limo. And 
like you would drop like there was like some recital and they had to drop me off first. So they went in the long line and I was so mortified that I would not get out of the limo and I made them like drive around and drop me off in the back and like walk in. I was like devastated. I think like 1% of the world can relate to that story. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like the exact opposite for like a regular person. They they get embarrassed because their mom's car is so gross or they don't want anyone to see the real car, you know? All we wanted was to be in limos. I know. And all I wanted was to be a regular kid because people made fun of me. I would get bullied at school for being like the rich girl in school. And I was like, I didn't know how to fight back with that. I was just like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry my dad's rich. Don't worry. I'll get paid back soon enough. I'll be cut out of the will one day. Just kidding. <laughs> Flash forward. Oh, Flash forward. Yeah, but the white limo really took me right back to the 90s hardcore. They don't they don't really use white limos anymore unless it's like a wedding. You're right. Now it's just like the limo Escalade or right? Yeah. It's the party bus. One. Where'd all the white limos go? That's what I'd like Where'd to know. Where'd all the white limos go? In like a where? graveyard, a limo graveyard. <laughs> that would be rad to have an old like 90s or 80s like white limo and just drive it as your car. Hey, I should get one. I probably, I bet they're not like expensive now and I could fit my entire family in it because I that need would be so great many for you. <laughs> That would be That's great for you. the ticket. Just take go. out the alcohol bottles before you put them in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the spots they have for it. No, I'll just have like the thing you open up. It has all the ice. I'll just have like juice boxes in there. Perfect. I'm. This is gonna work out. Thank you. We have um. We have a guest today coming mm-hmm. up too. Uh, it's very exciting because I'm actually a fan of hers, and you probably are too. Amy Hill is with us. I she love played. Amy um, she played the like assistant director uh, on the TV show. Mm-hmm. That we Brandon call them was first filming. ADs. They really mm-hmm. do it all, the first ADs on set. They're in charge. They get, yeah, she was yeah. in charge, basically. That's so interesting. We, got, we get to talk to her. Why don't we do that after the break, you guys? Sounds good. Yay. We all need a makeup refresh from time to time. I know I like to switch things up when it comes to my makeup routine and Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup if you're ready to try a new look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply, which really helps when you don't have a lot of time on your hands. I love their Liquid Lash Extension Mascara. No clumps, no smudges, and their formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. I really like their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's so easy to apply and it gives you an instant eye pick-me-up. Plus, for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. You can't beat that. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E, medics, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. 
Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select Orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Ladies, say goodbye to hot flashes and night sweats with Tempogenics temperature regulating shirts crafted with NASA developed Outlast technology. These shirts keep you cool and comfortable all day long. Experience unparalleled cooling technology with Tempogenics performance shirts. Adapted from spacesuit technology, they adjust to your body's temperature fluctuations so you can stay in your comfort zone. Tempogenic shirts actively absorb, store, and release heat, helping to mitigate uncomfortable menopause symptoms. And the results speak for themselves. 90% of women experience less sweating. 75% felt more comfortable during hot flashes and 46% experienced less severe symptoms. Whether you're working, playing sports, or just relaxing at home, Tempogenics temperature regulating shirts are a must-have. Say goodbye to sweat stains and hello to comfort. Don't settle for moisture-wicking shirts that react too late. Choose Tempogenics for proactive temperature regulation that keeps you cool and dry. Outlast technology isn't just for astronauts anymore. Experience the difference with Tempogenics temperature regulating performance wear. 90210 OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, Amy. Hey. Hi, Amy. Thanks for joining nice us. Nice to see you. Well, happy to be here. 
Well, I would be happy to be where you are. You're in Hawaii, yes. aren't you? I know. I'm very so you're, lucky. You're currently filming Magnum P.I. right now. That's so nice. I know. I'm so lucky. In Hawaii. Wow. What a dream. In Hawaii. Who knew that this would be the perfect place to be in yeah, uh, seriously. 2020? <laughs> I know. I'm sure more shows are going to want to film there. Well, you know, it's great because we are you know, uh, predominantly Asian Americans. So we uh, are very compliant. We all wear masks. <laughs> Not a lot of Karens here. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we kind of created our own bubble by shutting down people coming in for a while. Mm-hmm. Now people come in and they have to be pre-tested. We had um, a sort of a spike a couple of times. January, we went up from like, 30 a day to 300 a day, but now we're back to like 30 under, I mean, it's very, we have like a 1.1% positivity. So that's great. That's amazing. I, I'm freaking out right now because I am such a big fan of yours from, there's one thing in particular, is it bad if I just say the one thing that I loved you in so much? Cat in the hat. <laughs> is that random? <laughs> that you were my no, favorite? No, it's not. I've watched that movie like a hundred times. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That was a that was so much fun. I mean, I really looked forward to it because, you know, before I did it, I thought, oh, I, I, my dream would be to, you know, be in like crazy makeup and a lot of prosthetics, and and then after you do it, you go, this. Why did I say yes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you looked amazing. How, it was I how did. many hours? Perfect. Did it, it take to do that? It wasn't that long. It wasn't as bad as Mike Myers, but it was a couple of hours. And then it took like a couple of hours to take it off. They had to like wow. scrape everything off. It was really, I, it wasn't that much fun. But, and I also did my own stunts, which at the beginning I thought, great. And then at the end was like, oh, <laughs> it was hard. But, you know, we always have to do, take these challenges as they come. Well, that right. one paid off for me. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you so much. So what do you remember about being on Beverly Hills 90210 back in the day? I know. You've done so well, much, so I'm sure you don't remember much from this experience, but actually, do you? I, I do. Really? It was the first, it was one of the first jobs that I had in Los Angeles, and um, I knew Charles Rosen. He was a friend of a friend. Uh-huh. And so he was very like he was there and he was, t- you know, he hung out with me because, you know, when you're a guest star on anything, especially when you haven't been around very long, you feel like, you know, hi, hi, will you play with me? Yeah, so <laughs> Everybody was very kind and wonderful. Um, Jason Priestley was so sweet. And so was Luke Perry. They were raised very well. They were so polite and kind. Um but I knew Charles, so he had lunch with me. And uh, I also knew the location scout, Diane Friedman from San Francisco. So she came and had lunch with me. So I didn't feel lonely. You had the <laughs> royal treatments. I did. You have friends and, everywhere. And, and uh, I remember going into hair, like, my, that was my clothes that I wore. I said, I was going to ask about the hat. Good. The hat keeps surfacing in many scenes. <laughs> Was that yours? No, I don't think the hat probably wasn't mine. But I know the jacket was mine. I bought that in New York. 
it was a le- anyway, but I said this, I feel like, you know, I'd done some indie films and I knew what a, a, a what was it? AD, an AD <laughs> looked like. So I said, this looks good, right? And they said, yeah. And I said, I don't probably won't wear makeup. And they said, oh yeah, you don't have to. And literally I went into hair and makeup. They looked at me and said, you look fine. No, you know how usually they make uh, you up to look like you don't have makeup? Yeah. Nothing. Wow. <laughs> well, you, you they, looked great. They yeah. must have been uh, I gotta, on lunch hour or something. <laughs> I got to say, you are so... second guest star that has said that they had to wear their own wardrobe. Interesting, right, Jen? But I think that's common. I think that a lot of times when you guest star on a show or you're just doing mm-hmm. like a one day on a show, they right. say, we want you to be comfortable. So if you have you like a favorite pair of jeans or something, bring yeah. them in with you. Yeah. Well, they didn't ask me to bring other stuff in. They just, okay, you know, like on an indie film, they say, can you bring like a few things yeah. so we can take a look at it? Or can we Tori, come to your house Tori and gets go offended. <laughs> she gets offended <laughs> and upset that we asked people to come on the show and then made them wear their own clothes. <laughs> I... Love it. Okay. You know? Fair enough. There's nothing more. Well, I'm not like you beautiful girls. I hate going into and trying on a bunch of stuff. I just, when they do wardrobe fittings, ugh. ugh. I mean, in real life, I don't. Jenny hates them too. Jenny hates fittings. They should be like anything. Just put them on me. I'm like, no, you have to like it. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. And then I they, agree with you know, you. they use, they take pictures and they use like maybe one out of the mm-hmm. 500 things you've tried on. Where are all those pictures that they take of you in every <gasps> single outfit? Wait. I'm horrified because you, here's what happens. They, for people that don't know, you go to a wardrobe fitting and they try mm-hmm. on like 10 outfits of you. They do. Right. Polaroids, what was a Polaroid back then, right. of you in every outfit. And then they show those Polaroids to the producers. Now it's like on the iPhone. Right. But w- there were stacks and stacks and stacks of Polaroids just on our show. Can you imagine all the Polaroids oh. from all the shows right? ever made? Where are they? Jennifer Eve Garth, it's, it's, you are a crazy. genius. I just came up, you just yeah. came up with the best. It should be a photo book, like a, a, a book. coffee yeah. table book. Yeah, let's with do it. With all, yes. Tori, that's your next project. Mm-hmm. It was Jenny's idea. You heard it here. Jenny's idea. She'll steal it. It's I'm fine. Gonna co- yeah, I'm not going to steal it. it. I. No, I'm going to do it with you. I don't steal your ideas. I do it. I you can with always you. put in the front. This is, you know, uh, this was Tori. This was uh, Jenny's idea, but I'm doing it. The doing is what's work. So <laughs> I say, Isn't if I have an truth? idea and somebody else does it, I'm like, good, good. Enjoy. <laughs> Run with that. Yeah, I'm too lazy. <laughs> Well, we are so glad that you joined us. And oh, thank um, you. should we do a little rapid fire game with Amy, you guys? Yes. Okay. Wait, can I ask you one more question? So the sure. scene where where Jason got water thrown in his face over and over. <laughs> how did you feel about that? Well, I always feel bad about anything, <laughs> even if it's not real. I mean, you know, we're doing this for camera, but I always feel bad. And he was such an... He's so sweet. He was a trooper. So, okay. He's a trooper. But I felt bad. I always do. I kind of liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, sis. Give her the game. Okay. Give her the game. Here's a rapid right. fire. You can just answer. Uh, first thing that comes to mind, favorite okay. character on Beverly Hills 90210. And we have um, no hard feelings here, so don't worry. Well, uh, I, you know, I'm kind of 
I love the boys. So I'm going to say Luke. Good one. Dylan. Good one. Yep. Yeah, Dylan. All right. I can only remember one name. Either their <laughs> real okay. name or their character we'll name. We'll translate it for you. Okay, the next you. question was Team Dylan or Team Brandon. So I'm assuming you're Team Dylan. Dylan, yeah. You He's a um, loyal person, yeah. Do you have a favorite 90s 90210 fashion item? Or anything you wore during the 90s? Because it's all back in now, you know. Mm-hmm. I know. Why did I throw anything away? I know. Right? Uh, Who knew? I think shoulder pads are great. I love a shoulder pad. <laughs> right? You know, I don't hate it too. Because who has shoulders like that? The youngins. It, the well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to have youngins. to interject here and tell you and tell you all three. Um, shoulder pads were the 80s, though. Oh, um, well, then, you know, I'm delayed. I, I wore everything from the <laughs> 80s and the 90s. <laughs> My daughter, who's 20, I remember when she was in high school, bought a members-only jacket for like <gasps> 60 bucks. At a thrift store. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because we yeah. wore them, right? Hot commodities. Wore them. Oh, that's so good. Those were the days. Oh my All gosh. right. The last question is more of a, um, I guess, scenario. It's kiss, mm-hmm. marry, or kick to the curb. Out of all of the cast members on <laughs> 90210, who would you kiss? Who would you marry? And who would you just kind of say bye-bye to? And in character, so you don't have to kick any real actor to the curb well i don't feel this way now um because she's gone through so much um oh my god uh what's her she's brenda Brenda. shannon yeah i feel horrible about her but in the day Mm -hmm. brenda would uh be kicked to the curb Mm -hmm. she was not fun she was not a pleasant person on the show on the show. Yeah. Maybe in real life. I don't know. I didn't work with her at all. Um, but now, oh, my God, it breaks my heart. And Luke, I would, I guess I'd kiss him because he's so kissable. <laughs> and Jason I'd marry because he seemed very, uh, you know, stable. He'd be good in a relationship. Luke, That's you don't random. know. We're yeah. getting a lot of that kiss Dylan, marry Jason, and uh, marry Brandon. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right? You're not alone. You seem like yeah. a marrying guy. Kiss the <laughs> yeah. bad boy, you marry the practical guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Amy, I want to ask you what, okay, so Magnum PI, um, mm-hmm. what else are you up to and when can people check that out? Well, um, we wrap at the beginning of March and I'm looking forward to uh, possibly doing an independent film. Of course, everything is NDA now, so I can't really talk mm-hmm. about it, but I'm really, really excited. Uh, the cast is super, super cool. Awesome. Everybody I love. Written oh, by that people out. that I love. So I'm very, very excited. Oh, fingers um, crossed. I'm doing a lot of, you know, over the pandemic, um, I created my own studio. Uh, you know, like in the closet. Haven't you all? You all have studios now, right? for, in your closet. For your voiceovers? Yeah, for my voiceovers. So I've been doing a lot of animation. And um, and then I did this new thing podcast it's a it's a fiction podcast mm-hmm. where i'm an artificial intelligence oh that's very cool so it's like yeah. acting but on a podcast yes mm-hmm. like that, like in the old yeah. days yeah agent stoker that. look for it Ooh. it's very cool i like that an amazing cast as well so I've animation been- wise what is your favorite voice that you've ever done 
I'm always an old Chinese lady in various forms. <laughs> <laughs> Much like you, cat wait, and Do you use like your normal voice or do you like zhuzh it no, up a little? Oh, no. I mean, you know, do you, does any of your children ever watch uh, Kung Fu Panda oh, on yeah. Amazon Prime? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Grandma Panda. Oh, oh can you do a yeah. little bit for us? Can you do Grandma Panda? I talk like this and then I go, oh, 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 oh. And then, you know, I do a lot of. I love it so much. As a Chinese, old Chinese lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, my four year old Bo is going to be super excited. I'm playing very, that form. I I'll have cool a, now. Uh, yeah. So I'm various forms of that in different shows. Sometimes I'm a Japanese old lady. Yeah. Sometimes I, whatever. It's, it's really fun. Animation is fun. I'm sure you guys know that. Yeah, I haven't done very much animation, but the little oh, that I've done, it was a lot of fun. Isn't it fun? The, the people working in it are fun. Mm-hmm. The other cast are fun. The engineers are fun. Everybody's mm-hmm. fun. There's Jen, no- remember Ian had um, an animation series called Biker oh. Mice from Mars that he also produced, and we were guest stars on it. Do you remember that back in the I day? I do. Biker Mice from Mars, yes. <gasps> it's the best. Tell your agents. We're going to call them right after this. We're going to call them. And now you can do it in your closet. (laughs) You can do a lot of things in there. Well, Amy, thank you so, (laughs) so much for joining us today. We love reminiscing with you. And good luck on Magnum PI. Yeah. Thank you. Continued success. Enjoy Hawaii. Big fans of yours. Take care. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Amy Hill. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you guys, I really love it when we have guests on the show. Me too. Oh my gosh, she's adorable. I know. Do you remember? Have you seen Cat in the Hat? I, I have, and I, I didn't have. remember. Now I'm going to have to go back and watch it. You guys have to watch it, especially with kids. You have little kids. That's when yeah. I watched it over and over and over. But yeah. she is the babysitter, and she's hysterical. I'll have so to watch I don't it. think I've watched it since I had like Bo. I feel like he would be into it now. What's mm-hmm. the age gap between Bo and your last, Tori? Uh, four years. Oh, four years. I had to count okay. my fingers. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need. Renowned for their exquisite tights, Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit. Particularly of note are the chub rub shorts, ingeniously crafted with a moisture-wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing. Perfect for every season. These shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes, offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts. Whether you are at the gym, hiking, or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress, they are your ideal companion. Remember, dear listener, the more you snag, the more you save, with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.com. 
Ladies, say goodbye to hot flashes and night sweats with Tempogenics temperature-regulating shirts crafted with NASA-developed Outlast technology. These shirts keep you cool and comfortable all day long. Experience unparalleled cooling technology with Tempogenics performance shirts. Adapted from spacesuit technology, they adjust to your body's temperature fluctuations so you can stay in your comfort zone. Tempogenic shirts actively absorb, store, and release heat, helping to mitigate uncomfortable menopause symptoms. And the results speak for themselves. 90% of women experience less sweating. 75% felt more comfortable during hot flashes and 46% experienced less severe symptoms. Whether you're working, playing sports, or just relaxing at home, Tempogenics temperature-regulating shirts are a must-have. Say goodbye to sweat stains and hello to comfort. Don't settle for moisture-wicking shirts that react too late. Choose Tempogenics for proactive temperature regulation that keeps you cool and dry. Outlast technology isn't just for astronauts anymore. Experience the difference with Tempogenics temperature-regulating performance wear. 90210 OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Hey, you guys, we are back. It is 90210-OMG, and fame is what? <laughs> Sorry, fame is where you have it. No, fame is what you have it. What is fame? Fame is where, fame you, is find where you find it. Yeah. Uh, if you're lucky, and then what? So we talked about Brandon getting his fame, but Brenda also kind of had her moment in the sun. Yeah. Her peach I know. I, I love how they intertwine the A and B storylines that, you know, Brandon finds fame. And then Brenda, who actually wants to be an actress, is jealous. But then she finds her own way of bringing fame to her real life and to everybody at the Peach Pit with Laverne. That would Very go on to creative. be one of the most memorable characters ever. Yeah, she owned that. She yeah. did a great job with that character. Didn't we want to do a flashback with her playing Laverne? 
I don't think it ever happened, but we want it to in BH and O2 right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because she was really a terrible waitress as, as Brenda. <laughs> she, she needed an alter ego. So but it looks stressful being a waitress at the Peach Pit. Jeez, I wouldn't want to do that either. No way. And Brandon just does it. It's effortless when he does it. He's just Yeah, he just slides around. And, yep. That's right. I was pretty impressed watching it back when Brenda was even talking about what she was going to do as a waitress. She wanted to do a, like a comedy act or do something else and do like something different to because – Obviously, being a waitress wasn't her strength, so what could she do? And when she was doing all the voices, all the dialects, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, like she was British, and then she was, like, from New <laughs> Jersey, and then she was, like, a valley girl. I don't know. It was really – watching that back, I was like, oh, my God, that was cool. She's good Is that hard to dialects. do for you guys? Can you guys do I, accents? I can't do accents. Jen, it's Jen hard to can, do. I'm sure. I can't I even do, do like, a British rough. accent. So you've done one like like legit, got paid for one? <laughs> yeah, not just like in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, I did a movie where I was playing an Irish lassie once. And Okay, uh, you, you know we're going to ask you. <laughs> oh, no, no, <laughs> no. I can't, Do I can't it. reenact oh, come on. it. You have to go up at the end of every like sentence when you're Irish. Oh. When you have to ask a question and it everything ends in the top of the... You have to okay, go up uh, at the end. <laughs> it's very, you got to think of a uh, leprechaun and just do that. How was say? Uh, was say? How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? It's very Irish. Very, you know. Um, it's my it's my blend. <laughs> it's my own personal sort of Irish. Uh, my, my, I have a girlfriend that's from, you know, or Dana, she's from mm -hmm. Canada, but sometimes she sounds like she's from Ireland. It's mm -hmm. so confusing. You're right. Who knows? I, Who, go I figure. will never, ever get hired to do an accent because I cannot do accents. Like it's You could do it. You just, you have to study. You, you know I can't. Go to a dialect coach and they teach you and they train you how to do it and then you do it. Oh, you're right. If I had that, maybe. But like, remember on Mystery Girls, I had to do a Southern accent. I couldn't do it. And <laughs> it was like bad. Like anyone, like most people can do like, you know, from the South. I couldn't do it. And then actually it's Give, it's give a us a little South now. Give us a little Southern accent now. Okay. Give me something to say. You know, I can't do it, but I'll show you how bad I can do it. Give me something to say. Uh, say. Mm, say the biscuits are coming out of the oven. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> the the biscuits are coming out of the oven. Oh, nice. that was pretty good. It what? was. <gasps> Why did you not move your mouth though? <laughs> I was frozen in fear, and I was like, "Oh, just something come out." So here's the thing: we will get to it eventually. But there is, it's in later seasons. There's an episode where we filmed a, uh, a reality show, and it was supposed to be like real world. It's in the beach apartment, and I had to play. I had to have a British accent. And <laughs> apparently I did it so bad that on the internet, they panned me on the internet. Like, that was so awful. And I got so horrified afterwards that I was like, I'm never doing an accent again. So most of it Aww. comes from that fear. So thanks, internet trolls. <laughs> you know who you are. Brenda's Laverne is probably one of my favorite memories from the series. Really? Yes, because it just brought back so many memories of like watching it. I was like, where'd she get that that getup? That was a complete like 
outfit? She just pulled that out of Cindy's closet? Where'd it come from? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would love to know if Shannon, I don't even remember, if she weighed in on the character and mm-hmm. how she would be styled and all of that. Because it was so specific and so brilliant. And I don't even remember to ask. It seems like that, something then. that she had some say in because she did it with such a passion. You know, she really mm-hmm. went for it. So she must have felt like it was good. It was so good. Did Laverne ever come back after this episode? I don't think so. Mm-mm. She should have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did we end up dancing with her behind the counter, though? I don't. What's going on in that restaurant? I don't know. Like, but it was fun. I, I found. Remember I told you I'd found the soundtrack of all the 90210 music? Uh-huh. There was also a soundtrack of It's My Party because I guess they had sent it to us, each with a cassette, so we could <laughs> listen to it, so we could lip sync to it and dance. And that actually still made it into the show on, like I was watching on Amazon Prime, so it wasn't dubbed over with something random. That would have been weird. <laughs> they, that would have been very weird. They we dubbed like, over a different song. <laughs> yeah, that could have been, they probably had to use that one and pay for it because we were lip syncing, right? So... Tori, on the internet, it says Kelly and Donna's dancing to It's My Party was choreographed by Tori Spelling. So interestingly enough, I remember everything usually. I do not remember that. I don't remember that. I'm going to say it was probably you because just recently we had to do something where we were dancing on a stage and you kind of came up with the moves. Do you remember? Didn't you come up with the moves on BH90210 when we had to do that? Robert Palmer thing? Um, no. I mean, yes and no, but it was kind of we were mimicking <laughs> what we did in the original one. Oh, oh, oh. Which was probably So I remember too. that one. Um, but this one, I probably did. Probably. Well, I, I used to, I used to choreograph in, um, when I did go to high school, um, dance routines for PE when we'd have to do like the hula hoop or you'd have to do like with the, handball and do things but also do a routine you have to teach people i used to make those up she's a little dancer you missed your calling mm-hmm. not Could have really been a choreographer famous choreographer <gasps> would i have been a billionaire <laughs> traveled the world yeah but like to travel a lot traveled the world maybe uh, like Katy perry or something or like mm-hmm. uh, that would have been a nice life <laughs> The fashion in this episode was, well, between Laverne's outfit and Brandon's, uh, I guess, what would you call him? Punk kid outfit? I like his graffiti sweatshirt. (laughs) Or a pirate. (laughs) But like his like graffiti sweatshirt would be totally in now. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I liked Kelly's sheer sleeves on her denim jacket with the daisies. I felt like that was not a Kelly jacket, though. I feel like that was a Donna piece. And they, for some reason, just put it on Kelly. Totes. Yeah, that was a Donna jacket. I feel like Donna had only, at this point, had one Daisy outfit. It was the previous episode. So maybe at this point, it wasn't established to be her thing. So it was mm. kind of a trade-off. And then later, it became her thing. But I, mm-hmm. I concur with that. Out. Is it me, you guys? Or did you think the character Lydia Leeds, the actress... I'm going to go on record and guess that she might have auditioned for the part of Andrea. Well, similar vibes. Yeah. A little bit, right? And then they were mm-hmm. like, when it came to this character, they were like, oh, we have this great actress. You know, they always used people again. Maybe. I don't know. Could have been. 
I think she was, she did a great job though, I believe. She her. did. Mm-hmm. I think she so looked too. nice in her blue spandex. What did you guys think of Brandon's green shirt with the, was it sunflowers on his tie? He was wearing or- sunflowers. What? They didn't get the memo. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Same thing to him. Bitch stole my look. What? Why well, is nobody everyone wears sunflowers stealing my on look? this motherfucking show but Tori Spelling? Right. Imagine. <laughs> nobody sent that memo? <laughs> Guess not. I don't know. Maybe they sent it to Jessica Alba by mistake. <laughs> 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 what what was your uh, favorite line? That was a shameless show. callback. Oh. Um I have two. I mean, I loved the Brandon line that he used on camera on his show, um, on Keep It Together, which is, hey babe, looking real good, babe. But I also like um <laughs> hope <laughs> I didn't come off as rank amateur today. I wrote that down too. Rank amateur. Uh, what rank. what does that mean? What does it mean? I hope I didn't come off as a rank amateur, which means, I guess it means like a a bad amateur, Frank. I guess, but like what's All the right. word that's in now? Dank? And that's a good thing? Dank. But rank. It's considered, yeah. Dank is bad though, so it would be like scabby. Bulk. Oh, yeah. Ratchet. 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 And I love mm-hmm. when he's like, um, I've been told I'm a good kisser. Of course, because we talk right. about his kissing all the time. So I was like, how ironic that he he talked about mine. It. Mine is actually a question for you guys. Um, it was from Lydia, and she said, "It's hard to be who you are when you're always pretending to be somebody else." And that really got me thinking of what it's like to be an actor, and if you felt any truth to that in real life. <laughs> Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Especially starting to act so young as you did. Yeah. I didn't have any idea who I was until I was 40. So (laughs) there's a little bit of a gap there. I feel the exact same way. And I feel like, yeah, it was like late thirties, 40. And then I'm still, I still go back to being like, it's what they want to be. Like I still waver in between like speaker truth to being like, oh, everyone expects me to be happy and on and fine. Mm -hmm. It's still, I waver going back and forth. It's hard. It's like a lifetime of being taught to be someone else. Like how do you go back to being you? And I don't think it's just specific to like us or what we did for a living. But like I think anybody probably feels that way. Like, you know, you walk that line of being – you want to be what everybody wants you to be, but at the yeah. same time, maybe you don't feel like being that right now, or maybe that doesn't actually suit you, but you've kind of gotten pigeonholed or in that, you know? I think I think a lot of people can relate to that. Is it difficult acting? So you, d- you played Donna and Kelly for 10 years. Is it difficult to then move on from that role and star in different roles? Not for us, but I feel like it's hard for other people to accept you being someone oh, else. Oh, that's, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Jen went yeah. on to do something that many actors never do, which is have another hit television show playing a different character after she already mm-hmm. had a huge television show with what I like about you. Like, that's very uncommon. Like, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think enough time had passed because I kind of, mm-hmm. kind of like hid hid for a few years after the show ended and I was making babies or raising babies I don't know (laughs) (laughs) and um I took some time off and um yeah I mean I think 
I think you have to be careful with that as an actor, what choices you make. And I mean, you know what I think about sometimes too is like with the internet, with like, you know, social media, Instagram, everything, actors are so (laughs) exposed now. So like their everyday life is like there for everyone to see. Oh, look what I ate for breakfast. Like, you know, like they see in, they see the real person. So Mm -hmm. I think that, limits you in a way because then the audience doesn't really buy you as a different character you know when you go do another project it's hard to kind of shed their image of you because it's so in their face and so it's in their hands you know they're like watching it Mm -hmm. like on one hand you know you you're told in society like you're you want to stay relevant but on the other hand Sometimes it's like, oh, she's great. She's so relevant. But then you go to get cast in another part and they're like, oh, she's too relevant basically, right? (laughs) Like I remember like for pilots last year, my manager, I was like, any auditions? And he was like, I keep coming up against people are like, she's great. She's just too Tory. And I was like, I'm too Tory. I can't. I can be someone else. I can be someone else. Let me audition for it. Whoever you want me to be, I can do it. I can be taller. I can be shorter. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, that's one thing I can't stop being. I I am who I am. So yeah, yeah, it's it's hard sometimes. Yeah, because you've made a choice, and like so many other people, to show your real life and be so forthcoming and open with people. And I think that makes yeah. you not, it doesn't make you, what did you say the word was? Relatable. Relevant. Relevant. I think oh, it relevant. makes you relatable. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry yes. Yeah. It doesn't make you relevant. <laughs> it makes you relatable to so many people. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's, you know, I think that's worth a whole different um, appreciation and value there that you're so relatable to so many people. But I don't know about the relevant thing. I think you're only as relevant as your last job. <laughs> Well, but people, again, that used to be the case in Hollywood. And we would always, people would always say that. But like you just said, nowadays, you see everything on social media. You see everything online. So you're more than just relevant from your last job. It's like whatever you see weekly. Because people that haven't worked in years are still relevant, right? Nowadays. Because it's different. Before, if you were an actor, you only got seen when you were in movies or on a television show. Now, Mm -hmm. you can get seen daily if you have an Instagram. So, I don't know. Did we answer your question? No. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're Speaking like, of questions, we have two more from actual people. <laughs> Not just me. Uh, from some listeners. This is from Courtney. She's saying, Jenny was lucky enough to have many kissing scenes with both Jason and Luke. Was there ever a time where the kissing scene was supposed to end and you actually just kept on going? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? No, I don't think so. I think <laughs> kissing scenes are so <laughs> uncomfortable and awkward usually. I mean, for me personally, I don't think that ever happened where we were just kept making out in front of the whole crew and <laughs> <laughs> wasting everyone's time. I don't think so. <laughs> How about okay. you, Tor? Did you ever keep making out with David, N- uh, Brian? No, because you didn't want to be that one because when they yelled cut, like you quickly stopped and like, Backed away, like, oh, yeah, like I didn't like What's, it. Yeah, no, no. What was the next scene? Because you didn't want them that to think you were a, too into yeah. it. Yeah, I was just acting. Yeah. Wait, there's <laughs> a part best. two of this question. I could never be an actor. I would just be. It's too emotional for me. Like if I'm having to make out with somebody, 
You would be, you would be, you would be really in love with them, right? You'd I, be oh, invested instantly. Yes, <laughs> it would be cheating on my husband for me. Like, there's no way. It, there's you know what? No it way. messes with your head. That's what it does because instinctually, you you do your body, your brain, like starts stirring up these feelings of like a connection with this person. And the truth is, there is no connection most of the time. They're going to lunch in a minute or they they're got to go home to their wife and kids like there's no yeah. there's no relationship there so it really does mess with your head on a crazy level it's true that's fascinating um there's more to this question from courtney she says any memories of uh one of them forgetting to use mouthwash before a scene and they had an unbearable kiss due to brad bad breath <laughs> i like brad Brad breath. Brad, um, Brad breath. <laughs> uh, okay, so no, not that I can specifically recall. I do know that Jason back then was a smoker. So that was a something we had to kind of deal Ew. with. Yeah, I wasn't a smoker and uh, I didn't love that. I didn't love kissing a smoker because, you know, you can kind of. It's like it always there. And taste it. But mm-hmm. he, he did his best with, you know, the banaca. Makeup is always on top of it. When makeup comes in for your touch-up and final looks, if you have a kissing scene, they usually mm-hmm. always are like, do you want a mint? Do you want a spray, uh-huh. Listerine strip, something. They're always offering something, typically. So true. I had – one time I had to kiss somebody. I won't say his name. But um, I had to kiss him on a movie and – He had bad breath? Definitely, definitely not going to say his name. But he had like white in the corners of his <gasps> mouth. You know, have you ever seen that? Like yeah. when you when somebody's talking a lot and then they get white. Oh my god, that makes me want to oh, puke, no. Jenny Barf. Okay, listen, that's grossing me out. <laughs> I had a I had a kiss, and him. it keeps separating the white like a passionate his mouth kiss. So and I, dry. And I, was, I said I'm to my puke. makeup artist, I'm like, I can't, I I don't I can't do it. I can't I, oh. I can't do that. Yeah, or like fix him. And so <laughs> that's what they would do. They would come in after every take and um, wipe his mouth nonchalantly, wipe his mouth down. I'm so gross. Like out. the corners of his mouth with a little alcohol sponge, a sponge with alcohol on it. Was he, you don't have to say who it is, but was he good looking at least? Oh, yeah. Okay. This that makes it a little bit better because this is like so. Okay. I'm going to text you afterwards and you're going to tell me who this is. <laughs> well, I want to know too. I promise I won't tell. Fine. We'll have a three way text. <laughs> Promise you won't tell, like how you didn't tell us you were pregnant. Whatever, sis. Just like that. See, you know, now you know I can keep a secret. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Another question before we wrap. If you went to school with any of the Beverly Hills 90210 characters, which one would you be friends with? You can't say each other. Oh, well. Because that's too easy. I'd go for Andrea because then I could get my homework done by her. (laughs) Cheat off of her. (laughs) She's smart. <laughs> so wait, we can't say like our own characters and we can't say the other person's character? That's yeah, really you can't be friends with me. I don't know. I added that part because I figured it's too easy. <laughs> That's not part of the question. Um, no. We just embellished it. Just <laughs> making up our own rules. Okay. Um, <laughs> to Jennifer's question. I guess then I would probably pick Brenda if I couldn't pick Kelly and I can't pick Donna. Like – that's someone I would at least be in my wheelhouse to be friends with because we had a lot in common, I guess. You know, she wanted to be an actor and she was into fashion and boys and, yeah, and was dramatic, emotional, typical girl. I'd pick Brenda. Good choice. Good choice. Well, that's it for another exciting episode, you guys. Dun, dun, dun. Another, another one down. With the bang. Only 
387 more to go. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're, we're denting into that first season. Yeah, we are. We're all. We're we like have a wrap party for the first season. We should a virtual <laughs> wrap party. Well, let's have a virtual wrap party. Woo-hoo, season one. Party. Good idea. Good idea. We're doing yes. that. We're doing that. Get your tickets now. <laughs> I know. We um <laughs> we are on to episode seventeen. Stand up and deliver. Who knows? So do your about. homework. Watch it back. Be here next week. Be be the, be here or be square. Nope, nope. Be there. Be be, be there. there. Be there. Be there. Be there. Be square. Be square. Cause this and the merch is still available. If you guys want to get some, you can buy it at myfanthreads.com slash 902NOMG. I really, really, t-shirt. really want the Donna plus Kelly forever friendship t-shirt. If you know anyone who knows anyone, do you think I can possibly get one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what am I thinking? I can just go to 9021OMG podcast and order it. Yeah. Never mind. Link Never right mind. There. I got it. I'm getting it. Okay. All right, everybody. Have a great week. We love Bye. you. Mwah. Hot flashes and night sweats? You need this shirt. Check out NASA developed Outlast Technology Temperature Regulating Shirts. From Tempogenics. With unparalleled cooling technology, Tempogenics performance shirts are crafted from NASA approved Outlast technology design for spacesuits. This performance wear adapts to fluctuations in body temperature so you stay in your comfort zone. Did you know 90% of women experienced less sweating, 75% felt more comfortable during a hot flash, and 46% experienced less severe hot flashes? while wearing performance shirts from Tempogenics. Stop suffering through menopause now. 9021OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions and all out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. 
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at highfivecasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! 